powerful chords together. I want to do some theological surgery to this text. In Psalm 56 and verse 4, in God, go back up to verse 3, I'm sorry, what time I'm afraid, when I'm afraid, don't we get afraid? I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Go down to verse 13. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Will not thou deliver my feet from falling? And here's why God delivers us from falling, that I may walk before God in the land of the living. As you look at this psalm, and as we read devotionally through the Bible, we pick up nuggets to help us pass through certain trials and tribulations. But we need to go back and discover the treasures that's hidden in the word. Treasures that are hidden. Meaning you got to do some real work to get the treasures out. A lazy man will never see the God of all creation as we just, uh, in a fast-paced way, roll our eyes across the text. And, and, and to the Bible students, I, I, this is just introductory that you need to become familiar with the interrogatives of who, where, what, why, and how. Because the problem in the church is we know what, we don't know how. Can I get a witness? You tell me to trust in the Lord. I understand what you're saying. I don't know how to trust in the Lord. I don't know how to walk in the light. I don't know how to lay aside every weight and the one sin that keeps haunting me, the sin of doubt. I don't, I don't know how to let God in all this mess. Do I have a witness? Throughout the Bible, God has guaranteed his people a graciousness of hope, help, and healing through God's invisible but invaluable insurance policy called trust. It's almost like God <laughs> hinges everything on one thing and helps us out with the one thing so we can get everything. Amen. That, that, is, that is, child of God, when you look at uh, this word trust, whereas faith is the substance to believe, Mm. Trust is the stamina to be still. The true test <laughs> is not your strength today. The true test is your stamina for tomorrow. The true test is to take God at his word, yeah, and not to use our own wounded wisdom. I'm preaching already. And, 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 and as faith sees, trust stabilizes. God's principle of trust sees God alone as our confidence in, in, the, in the midst of obstacles, a conduit that carries us in the middle of us being overwhelmed and a quiet continuance 
that is measured, amen, against our negative outcomes. That, that, that God and only God, God and only God, God and only God is the reason that we coming out. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want you to sit out there this morning and think that if I attain this level of faith, this, if, I, if I learn this level of confidence, if I, if I can bank, amen, away this level of trust, that everything going to be all right. No, I, I beg the difference. I, 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 I need you to understand that God has, in fact, amen, um, initiated everything so that nothing is coming out of man. Everything's coming out of God. Do I have a witness? For by grace are you saved through faith. That faith's not yours. It's the gift of God as any man should what? Boast. And we know that all things in the Greek are being worked together for the good. God, God, God didn't tell you how he was going to work it. God didn't tell you how he was going to attain it. God didn't tell you, amen, what had to happen before his will was realized. All God told you and me was that you are coming out of this. That's enough to shout off right there. You don't, don't worry about the Red Sea you got to cross. Don't worry about the Jordan River that's going to go down. Don't worry about the walls of Jericho that will collapse. Don't, don't worry, Lord have mercy. Don't, don't, don't worry about the enemy that I will defeat. That's none of your business. All you got to do is keep your eyes on me, the author and finisher of your faith. Can I get a witness? And, and, ch and child of God, child of God, child of God, when you look at this word trust, we trust God. We trust in God who assures us of his presence, his protections, his promises, his peace, his provisions. To trust El Elyon, the most high God. Well, what, wait, 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 wait a minute, preacher. What do you mean, El Elyon, the, the most high God, because God oversees and directs all the affairs of men. There, there, there is somebody who sits high and looks low. Somebody who makes, yeah, majestic decisions even when we make mistakes. Some, somebody that's too wise to leave us to ourselves. Somebody, somebody that understands that we're nothing more than dust. And, and, and that at our best, all we can do is praise his holy name. Do I have a witness? Uh, the psalmist said in Psalm, amen, he said, take the cup of salvation. Well, that was prompted by a question. The psalmist said, uh, 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 he asked God, what can we render unto the Lord for all of his benefits? In other words, what is it that we can give God? And, the, and, and God told the psalmist, tell the people they can give me nothing. All they can do is take. I will take the cup of salvation. You can't give God, you can't add to God. You, you, yeah, you and I can't please God, you and I. Amen. All we can do is just let God be God. And praising for who he is. Can I get a witness? He's the El Elyon. He's the Jehovah Sinkanu, the perfect righteousness, which is my defense. He is, yeah, Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> yeah, the, uh-huh, the, the, the one that brings different kind of provisions. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so this word, this word, trust in the Greek is prepar thesis, which is an invisible, listen to this, confidence. We don't see it. We just, we just invisibly trust. Uh, we have confidence that cannot be seen, but the confidence is there. Can I get a witness? Lord, I don't see you. I don't, I don't hear you audibly. I, don't, I can't touch you, but I know you're there. I know Lord, 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 I know you walk with me. I know you're there on my job. I know you're there in the car. I know you're there in the house. I know, you, I know you're there when I'm in trouble. God, I know you are there. It's a trust and a transfer of our fears, our frictions, our failures.
Can I get a witness? And, 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 and there are other psalms that highlight this thing called trust. Don't turn. In Psalm 4, he is the preserving God. What do you mean by preserving? Well, he brings me peace. He gives me sleep. He allows me safety. That's a preserving God. Can I get a witness? Every time you go to sleep and all hell's breaking out in your life, it was God that brought the comfort for you to sleep. It was God. God was the one that allowed you to close your eyes. God, God, God was the one that allowed you to rest in the midst of your rambunctiousness. Do I have a witness? Don't you think your pill did it? Don't you think your, 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 listen, your TV did it and your music tape did it? No, it didn't. It was God because he's the God of all comfort. Do I have a witness? Isn't he the God of all comfort? He's the God that shows up when I didn't call him. He's the God that comes in when I didn't warn him. He's the God, he's the God, he's the God that heals my wounds when I didn't ask him. That's why we praise him. He's a preserving God. Psalm 18, he's a powerful God. He's a fortress, he's a shield, he's a horn. Yeah, uh-huh. Psalm 37, he is a promising God. He uses four words in Psalm 37, trust, delight, commit, and rest. Lord, have mercy. But here in Psalm 56, he is a prevailing God. Mm, we mean, preacher, well, God, <laughs> God will sit back sometimes and let all hell break out. God will call up Satan and say, take your best shot. Won't he do it? God will even allow us with our stupidity and our lack of spiritual, Lord, have mercy, insight to make decisions and do things and say things and go places that we ought not say. And then God will wait till we get in a, a way. Lord, have mercy. Then he'll come marching in. Can I get a witness? Because he's out to prove to everybody, including you, that he is who he said he was. He's king of kings and he's lord of lords and he's worthy of all praise and he's worthy of all uh, 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 adoration. See, there are some of us sitting here this morning, uh, you partly agree with pastor. And, and the part is you, you think God ought to get 98% of the praise, but you ought to get a half of percentage of the praise. And I come to tell you, you and I don't get anything. It was, it's either all God or all us. Do I have a witness? And God is the one that has caused us to be where we are. So, so, so we're going to look at this psalm deductively, inductively. We're going to look at this psalm. We're going to tear it apart, exegesis. We're going to put it back together again. We're going to look at this psalm and show you that he is the God who deserves to be praised. Mm. Psalm 56 is one of three different scriptures all talking about the same situation. Now, I don't want you to turn. I want you to listen. When David, King David, before he became king, when David, best friend was Jonathan, Saul's son, when David was promised to be king by Samuel the prophet, David had to run another 13 years before he could sit on the throne. Now let me stop and pause. Sometimes God will give you, <laughs> uh, yeah, his distancing will, but not tell you the difficulties that you got to go through to get there. Are y'all hearing me? See, we, don't, we, we only hear the distance, but we don't pay attention to the difficulties. And what the difficulties do is the difficulties allow us to become dedicated to him. Mm. That Psalm 56 is the pain of what David went through. Say pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Psalm 34 is, yeah, the praise of what he went through. Say praise. There is no praise without some pain. And then 1 Samuel 21 is the providence of God, say providence, that God does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, ah, so we understand who God is. And, 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 and so, child of God, child of God, I'm going to try to pull this together, that as David is running from Saul, Saul put a hit out on David. I want him killed. I want you to kill him on the spot. David is running, listen to this, he's running towards the cave of Adullam, where 400 of his men have defected with him. I heard Chuck Swindell say, those 400 fighters that belong to David would make the mafia look like a kindergarten class. Right. They were some bad boys. In fact, David comes out and says, I was scared of them. I'm their leader, but I was scared of them. Them boys was crazy. Sons of Mary, I, so forth, so on. You got to read text. As David is running towards the cave, he's running away from Saul. Saul's going Saul's to kill him. Saul's king of Israel, but Saul's a nut. Saul was not chosen by God. Saul was chosen by the people because he was tall, nine foot tall, handsome, had all the uh, uh, attributes of a handsome man. And, 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 and God told Sam to go on and anoint him, but they're going to pay for this one. Can I get away? Sometimes we don't want the will of God. <laughs> Y'all excuse my digressions. We want our own thing. But somewhere up the line, you're going to pay for your own thing. Can I get away? Everything that glitters is not what? Leave that one alone too. That's a whole nother sermon. So as David is running by himself, he runs smack dab into Achish, king of the Philistines. Philistines are some bad boys, Doc. They surround David. And Achish said in 1 Samuel 21, is not this David? who killed our champion Goliath with a slingshot? I, I can imagine preacher that all the Philistines start pulling their swords. They say, we got him now. We're going to take him out. He's all by himself. We got him now. Now, 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 stop, pause, and park, and let's use your vivid and spiritual imagination. You're running from one thing and run smack dab into another thing. Have you ever been there? You think you're getting away from this thing, but you run right into something worse. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel that when David looked around and seen the Philistines closing in on him, David started acting like a wild man. He started scratching his face and letting spittle fall down, and he started acting like an animal. And Achish looked at David and said, we don't need this. Let him go. And, and, da and David, David, David gets away and goes to the cave. Are y'all with me? And years later, 20-something years later, when David is finally king, he's in charge, he's on the throne. He's sitting back on the throne one day, and he's in the reflective mode. Say reflective mode. He's in the reflective mode. He's, he's, he's starting to meditate on all the things that God had done in his life to bring him to where he is. I'm preaching already. Some of us come up here all stuck up and cute and you take for granted that the Lord didn't have to do what he did when you was in college. The Lord didn't have to do what he did when you met your mate. The Lord didn't have to do what he did when he pulled you out of trouble. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in here. David's in the reflective mode. He's sitting on the throne and David stands up and tears are falling from his face and David said, I will, Psalm 34, bless the Lord at all times. His praise, remember that word praise, shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Then David tells the whole palace, everybody get up. Oh, magnify 
the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Why, David? Now listen to this. He said, because I sought the Lord and he heard my cry and he delivered me from all my fears. That sounds churchy, doesn't it? That sounds like something I could do on BET, doesn't it? But that doesn't reflect the text. David didn't seek the Lord. David started acting like a wild man. David didn't pray to the Lord. Can I get a witness? Well, David, what are you really talking about? David said, here's what I discovered about the Lord. Even when we're in a state of fear, God moves on our behalf. Even when my fractures are messing up, God fixes what's broken. Can I get a witness? He said, I sought the Lord, but the Lord really sought me. I was in a, I was in a way, but the Lord got me out of trouble. I, excuse me, the Lord got me out of trouble. No, the Lord got me. Y'all can get cute if you want him. He got me out of trouble. Can I get a witness? And if it had not been for the Lord, you would not have gotten out of trouble. Do I have a witness? Ah. Here we go, here we go. We're going to put this together now. Watch this. First Samuel 21 is the providence of God. God called for that incident to happen with the Philistines. Stop. There are incidents in your life that God has called for that you don't like. But you can't see the end. You, uh, you, you only see the providence. And his providence, his providence, yeah, uh-huh, you'll get this. His providence brings Psalm 56, the pain in. The pain is the elaboration of what really happened. Do I have a witness? The providence of God calls for the pain. The pain cannot stick around too long. Because the person that called the providence and the pain into effect always has a pullout for his children. So the pullout is Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. You got to put these three chords together. So if you are in the providence of God this morning, not understanding what's going on, just hold on. If you're in pain this morning, just praise his name because the pullout is on the way. Can I get a witness? Are y'all getting this? Are y'all taking notes? Take notes, take notes. You ought to be writing. So you need to get home on your knees and say, Lord, am I in your providence? Am I in pain? Or am I about to go into the pullout? Something is about to happen in my life. I couldn't do all this at 8 o'clock. They got to get out at 9.30. Look. Lord, thank you for your providence. I don't understand your ways. Your ways are beyond finding out. Can I get a witness? Lord, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand uh, what you've been doing. I don't understand why you're taking so long. I don't understand why I got to go through all of this. I don't understand, Lord God, why, why, why? Uh, God, God says, it's my providence. I got a, I got a plan. I have plans for you. Plans of good, not of evil, to bring you to a desired end. So my plans called up the providence. The providence called up the pain. But the pain says, well, I'm only here for a, a little while because God's got a pullout. And when the pullout comes, you need to praise his name because he's going to pull you out. Can I get a witness? And weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come 
in the morning. So what God wants us to do, child of God, is not pout about the pain, not be paralyzed about the providence, but praise him for the pullout. Look at Psalm 56. I'm going to get out your way. I'm going to get out your way. See, this is principle-based teaching. I'm a student of the word. I'm not going to come and give you an exhilarating feeling to go home. I'm going to give you a faith in the Bible that will last when everything else passes. Can I get a witness? You can hold on to this sermon the rest of your life. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Can I get a witness? Uh, 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 how many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, so, so here in Psalm 56, Psalm 56, first we see a persuasion over our fears. Chapter 56, 1 to 4. Now look, look what we said. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresses me. My enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. Now, stop, because he's not, the word enemy is not a person. It's a predicament. My enemy in this predicament keeps fighting against me. pausing purposely. My enemies would come up, would, would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. What time I'm afraid I will, what? Trust. Now pay attention, and, and, and let, me, let me do this review. Eight parts of speech. You guys been to school. Whether you cut class or didn't pay attention, let me, let me, let me, let me, you know, now, Name of a person, place, a thing, pronoun, helps a noun, verb, action word, adverb, manner of, preposition, directional, right? Conjunction. Come on, you know the conjunction, and, but, yet, amen? Hey, and, 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 and so when you look at these parts of speech, you, you begin to see these prepositions in place. And look what he says, <laughs> verse 3, I will... Trust in preposition thee. I'm not trusting St. Matthews, I'm not trusting Pastor Gordon, I'm trusting in thee. In thee. In thee. In, in God, he is, come on now, he is your destination of trust. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Do, uh, do I have a witness? So, so, so what, David, what David is dealing with, he's dealing with this matter of his fears hanging there, and we got some, we got some fears, Doc. We got some major fears. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Ah, we got fears of rejection. We got fears of failure. We got fears of Loving and being loved. Yeah, huh? We got, we, got, we, got a, we, got, we got a whole bunch of fears. And every time we try to do something, those fears set in. Do I have a witness? That, 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 that child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. Uh, David, David is saying, but God gives us this persuasion over our fears. Now, 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 uh, uh, I was I was saying this morning, and let me let me let me stress this again. I was watching a documentary on Vietnam in high D, in HD yesterday. It was in color, and um, it stressed the fact that anybody that went through the '60s came out with a lot of conflict on the inside. Now, now, listen to Pastor. I went in the military in 68. In 68, Martin Luther King got killed. In 68, uh, Robert Kennedy got killed. In 68, there were 60% of the American people 
on college campuses and in the streets protesting Vietnam, the whole peace thing. Nixon was president, they was against, they, were, they, they had a Democratic convention in Chicago in 1968, they turned it out. Uh, people going to jail, people getting shot, people da 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 and, and Vietnam was hot. In Vietnam alone, 1968 was the worst year, 21,000 19-year-olds got killed in Vietnam. 21,000. Just in 1968. And, 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 and so, when you look at the horrific times of the 60s, the, the country was in turmoil and and, and there was so much going on that anybody that passed through the 60s, it was almost impossible not to be affected. We had all kind of stuff going on. And, and I didn't even name half the stuff that was going on throughout the country. I'm just telling you, it was a mess. Can I get a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, we, we developed a whole lot of different fears within us. Amen. False evidence appearing real. We, we, we got a lot of fears on the inside from our upbringing, our models, our bad models, our, our, our experiences and exposures. And, and, and those fears are still in place. And God comes along and says, listen, I did not give you the spirit of timidity, the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound disciplined mind. When you stay in touch with the Holy Spirit, you will make sound decisions. Can I get a witness? When you're walking in the midst of his presence, his power, come on now, his principles, you're going to do the right thing, you're going to be the right thing, but one of the things I'm teaching on Wednesday is that we just can't make a quantum leap into his principles. God's got to deal with the pain from our past. Do I have a witness? So the Holy Spirit ushers in and he begins to bring healing to the pain. So I can hear the principles, I can do the principles, I can practice the, print, the presence, and I can have the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. I didn't stop fornicating because it didn't feel good. No. God gave me a power. Y'all getting quiet now. I can read faces. Now, some of y'all quiet because you're saying, did you really stop? Yes, I did. <laughs> God, God, God will give you power. God will give you, that was a joke. God, God, won't, won't God give you power? Won't God give you a sense of his presence? Won't God give you peace? Won't God keep reminding you of his promises? He gives us his persuasion over our fears. Mm. All through the Bible, everybody had fears. Man can't do it, but God can do it. Isn't that right? And, and, and the fact that we say he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God our Savior. If I told you the context for those adjectives, those adjectives in, the, in, in theology ah, are words used, Lord have mercy, because there is no higher word to use. Ah. So when God says, I will do far, God cannot convey to the human mind just how far he can go. I will do far exceedingly. Now that's now exceedingly is higher than far. And I will do abundantly, which is higher than exceedingly. And then I'll do above. That that's the last elevator stop. Lord have mercy. Somebody get this on the way. I, I'll do above. And and God says, all that you are capable of thinking. Lord, send me a job for $15,000 a year. Please, God. God says, no, I'm going to send you one for 60000 a year. Check, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Our persuasion is over our fears. 
Secondly, our persuasion over our foes and fractures. Verses 5 to 7. Now, now, now how many of y'all know you got fractures? Now, don't lie up in here, please. May the ceiling fall down on you. Well, we got some fractures up in here. Don't we have some fractures? I know I do. Sometimes I walk away from situations that I failed with my head to the ground. Hmm. I, I knew the principle, but I forgot the power. Oh, I knew the power, but I didn't carry the presence. Oh, God, 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 God. Look what he says in verse 5. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. Now, he's dealing with our foes, and he's not just dealing with people. He's dealing with principles, powers, our foes, our enemies to our souls. Are you getting this? Our adversaries, which continuously harass us. Now, there are things in your life and mine that just continuously harasses us. Harasses us. Hmm. My God. I said it this morning. Let me say it again. Everybody is not going to like you. Get used to it. I know you think you all that in a bag of chips. You got this golden personality that everybody's drawn to, and you a liar, and so is Satan. Everybody's not going to like you. Jesus said, beware when all men speak well of you. Now, that doesn't mean that when everybody's speaking bad about you, you got to pray about something. But everybody's not going to like you. You can't let other people how they feel affect you. As long, especially when you know you're not doing anything to offend them. Say you're sorry, keep moving. But everybody's not going to like you. That's the bottom line. Sometimes people are just jealous of you. They're just, they just jealous. They're they jealous of the way you look. They're jealous that your marriage is intact. They're they, they jealous your kids are doing good. They're jealous you, you're driving a car that looks nice and, and you know, when it was cold, a lot of y'all came here with mink coats and, and I didn't hear anything on 3, 6, and 10 about a theft. So, so, so you, own, you, you own something, you know, people are just jealous. They want to be in your place. They get jealous. Yeah. That's deep. Look what he says about the foes here. These foes harass. Mm. He says in verse 6, they gather themselves together, they, they hide themselves. Not only, not only do they harass, verse 5, but they hide. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Yeah. Shall they escape by iniquity in thine anger cast down to the people of God? So the psalmist essentially is dealing with those that attack, those that are abrasive, those that are adversaries. They hide, they hate, they harass. Um, learn to do good to them that hate you. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Treat them nice. You know what a kill folk if you just treat them nice? Here come the pastor. Hi, baby. Give me a kiss. Just kill them. Kill them. Kill them softly. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I can't stand. I, I remember years ago in this church, right in this church, I heard these ladies over talking. She said, I can't stand her. She thinks she cute. I said, so do you. You think she cute too. That's why, that's why you doing all that. Are y'all getting this? She got her own teeth. 
She got pretty hair. She, you know, she, you know. You, and you got to take 20 minutes to get everything on before you leave. So you ain't got to, you know, don't be a hater. You ain't got to be a hater. Just say, you know, baby, you know what? Your hair is pretty. You know, just, just learn to compliment people. Your suit is nice. Your shoe, I don't like them socks. Your shoe, your, your robe is nice. You know, you know just, just learn. Oh, that's right. He's from North Philly. Anyway, move right along. But check it out. Check it out. By way of Virginia. That's worse. So, <laughs> you know where I saw them socks before? And I'm saying, the munchkins. And he's short too. Stand up, man. That's all right, man. All right. All right no, 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 so, that's my heart. That's my heart. Leave him alone. Don't worry, Sister Green, got nothing bad to say from my boy. So, so, so our persuasion over our foes and our fractures. And see, here's the thing about your fractures and my fractures. All of us are fractured. Yes, we are. We got hurts. We got pains. We got pockets of pain. We got fractures, man. I don't know. I don't do good with everything. And I be lying, and I'm sick and tired of these pastors lying. I don't do good with everything. I don't respond right to everything. I don't react right to everything because God is still working on the building. Can I get a witness? Amen. And, 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 and he's still working on this building. I, I messed up. That's why I exalt him. I don't want you exalting me. I want you to exalt him. Now unto him. Can I get a witness? Who's able? Look at the persuasion over our foes and fractures. And, and, and this same David said in Psalm 40, he said, mine own iniquities have taken me that I'm not even able to look up. Did y'all get that? I can't even call on God. I got so much junk inside of me. Ah. Ah. Let me move on. Look at verse 8. He says, in verse 7, Shall they escape by iniquity and thine anger down the people of God? Keep that threefold cord together. The providence of God is what he allows. The pain of God is what he allows you to go through. And then the pullout of God. Our praise is for the pullout. Because it's futuristic. It's, it's, it's the promises. It's what God said he would do. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so the final point here is, listen to this, it's a persuasion over our futures and our finish. Look, look at verse 18 to 13. Thou tellest my wanderings, put thou my tears in thy bottle. Notice what the psalmist is saying. David is saying, Lord, every tear I shed, put it in your bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is what? He's for me. God is for me. God is for me. Well, Raymond Gordon, you don't always say the right thing. God is for me. Who shall lay anything to God's elect? Well, you a sinner saved by grace. God is for me. You don't serve in the churches. Your God is for me. Can I get a witness? Yeah, your family's all met. God is for me. Your marriage is in turmoil. God is for me. Your children are wayward. God is for me. And when you know that God is for you, can't nothing else touch you. Can I get a witness? Because God is not helping you because you're holy. He's helping you because you need help. Ah. Uh, I'm coming in, I'm coming in, I'm coming in. Verse 9, when I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. Oh, wait, 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 whoop, 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 whoop. You missed that one. 
God said, I'm going to let you cry in front of your enemies. Because I need a reaction out of them. Thou will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thank you, Jesus. And the next verse in the psalm says, my cup runneth over. That's not your temper. Your cup running over is his goodness. God was so good that it ran over. My cup runneth over. And do I have a witness? I'm coming in. For God is for me. In God will I praise his word. In the, look at the preposition. In the Lord will I praise his word. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. The vows, those are the promises, are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. I'm coming in now. And I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Well, Gordon, what about your future and your finish? Uh, God's going to pull me out. God's got to pull out date. God's got a, a date that he's perfecting his promises. And I'm going to praise him. Whatever God's going to do in my pullout is going to cause me to praise him. Y'all ain't getting this. Whatever, Kent, God is going to do in my pullout is going to have me screaming praises to his name. Let me say that again. Whatever God does for me in the pullout, I'm going to turn the church upside down. Can I get a witness? Because I'm going to praise him for who he is. I'm going to praise him for what he's done. I'm going to praise him for what he's doing right now. Therefore, be persuaded to praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Now, 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 now look, look, look. I haven't shouted yet. Pastor gonna shout. 29 years of ministry, 12,000 members, five, six million dollar budget. <laughs> That ain't shout material. That was the overflow of the Holy Ghost. Can I get a witness? But God's going to do something for me that's going to cause me to run all around this church. Do I have a witness? And when I start running, if a usher grab me, I'm going to punch you upside your head. Let me run. Let me go. Let me praise him. Let me thank him. Let me exalt him. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is God and his mercy endureth forever. I'm going to trust him in spite of my fears and lack of faith. I'm going to trust him in spite of my foes and fractures. I'm going to trust him in reference to my future and my finish. That's why Job the patriarch said something so confusing to us. Job lost 10 kids all at once. Job had an incurable disease with dogs was licking his pus on the side of the road. Job lost all of his goods, and he was the richest man in the east. And as he was sitting there scraping his sores, his wife came along and said, Why don't you just curse God and die? You know, there's always somebody in your family to carry out Satan's agenda. Can I get a witness? But here's what Job said. He said, Woman, you talk like a foolish woman. The Lord giveth, <laughs> and the Lord taketh away. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. But that's not what causes me to shout. 
Job said, let me dramatize this. Let me act like God and Satan did not have a chess match. Let me act like it was God in heaven that caused all my pain. Let me act like it was God that killed my 10 kids. Let me act like it was God that gave me the incurable disease. Let me act like that God is my enemy. Let me act like that God is not a God of his promises. And Job said, but guess what? I will hold my integrity. Now listen to this. Though he slay me, yet, yet, yet will I trust him. Can I get a witness? Though he slay me, I'm not going to curse him. I'm going to trust him. I'm not going to pout. I'm going to praise. Can I get a witness? Because I know something about the person of God. He's righteous. He's worthy. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. Oh, give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. Thank him for your providence. Thank him for your pain. Thank him for your pullout. Thank him. 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 Sing it. Sing it. Yeah. 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 sins he was buried he rose again just raise your hand if you want to be saved Jesus wants to save you just raise your hand put your hand up if you want to join the church this church is your Christian experience raise your hand if your hands are raised just come on up come on up don't be ashamed of him he won't be ashamed of you is there one is there one is there one Hallelujah. Come on up, my brother. Come on up. Praise. All right, my brother. All right. Come on. Stand right here. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Hey, brother, follow him. Thank you, man. Bless his name. 
bless his name. Don't just pout. Don't just pout about the pain. Don't pout about the pain. Yeah. Don't become preoccupied with the providence. I dare you to praise him for the pullout. He's going to pull you out. Can I get a witness? You know why? Because he's a God that cannot lie. Can I get a witness? Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for all these thy sheep. Prepare our hearts for Holy Communion. We confess that we are wrong, you are right. And you said as often as we do this, we show memories of you till you come. That we ought to do it with discernment. That God, when we think about the symbolic element of this wafer, which is symbolic of your body, the symbolic element of the grape juice, which is symbolic of your blood, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. But you told us in 1 Corinthians 11 to judge ourselves. The Greek word krino means to take a look at yourself. Take a look at yourself. Recognize, judge, whatever's not right and confess it. And we thank you. You said if you would judge ourselves, you wouldn't have to judge us. So God, we don't want you judging us. Give us this opportunity to judge ourselves. We are wrong and you are right. And God, we, we want to walk in the light of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Reach to the side. Grab the basket. Do not take if you're not saved. Praise his name. The wafer, just shh, do it quietly. The wafer is symbolic of his body. He died on the cross for our sins. And the grape juice is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Bless his name. Bless his name. Hold up the wafer, please. Just the wafer. The wafer is his body that was crucified, dead and buried from the cross of Calvary. Let's all partake, discerning, thinking about his death, burial, and resurrection, the wafer. Thank you, Jesus. And now let us partake of the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Friday is Good Friday service at 10 o'clock, 6 a.m. Easter Sunday morning, first worship, 10 a.m. Second service. You can go in the gym right now and get a ticket for $10 to eat breakfast here. Let's stand on our feet. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor. stop paying attention to the pain and to God's providence, but I dare you to praise him for the pullout. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to dismiss us with your choicest benediction. In Jesus' name, amen. 25 after 12. We love you. Have a good day.